Sports Beat Extra. Beats 102-103. We've worked very hard on, on fitness and um, and the running game. That's what kind of led me to, to want this dream of being a, a racing driver. There's no point in time with anything except standards of excellence. We will deal with the Tartan Cup if we're in it and we'll, we'll certainly give it every bit of respect. There's no feeling that beats playing for Ireland. My God. I'm going to do everything that is possible to bring us there. This is Sportsbeat Extra. Good evening and you're very welcome along to Sportsbeat Extra. I'm Andy and here's what's coming up on today's show. A little bit later, it's all about boxing as tonight's blockbuster bout between Waterford's Dylan Moran and the Albanian king Florian Marku. The two Southpaws are due to take to the ring as the undercard for the rematch between Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. Moran's ring walk gets underway at approximately 6pm this evening with the fight to follow. But first, I'll be speaking with John Luke Tubber. He was one of the co-captains of the Irish team who represented the nation at the 2023 IFAF European Flag Football Championships in Limerick at the end of August. Five counties, one big sports show. Sports Beat Extra. So John Luke, most people would be happy with getting the keys to their new house and that would be a good month's work done. But you also had the honour of leading out a national side in the flag football. What was that experience like? Yeah, it's been a been a busy month, but yeah, no, it was probably definitely up there one of the best experiences of my life. So we're there um, down in Limerick um, for the weekend before last, and yeah, it was it was unbelievable to just be part of something like that. Um, not many people probably know about flag football, but regardless, it's still great to be part of a national team and even better to be captain. And one of the the lads that you know well, Ray Burke, was the other co-captain. Tell us about the history between yourself and himself. Yeah, so funnily enough, actually, when I started out playing American football, it was when I went to the University of Limerick um, four years between 2015 and 2019. Um, And I always was big into American football. But um, when I went down there, they actually had an American football program, like an American football team. I went along to tryouts for that and training for that. And yeah, Ray Burke was actually one of the quarterbacks there at the time. So he uh, introduced me to my first experience with American football. So it was funny to come full circle and the two of us be captains then back in UL for, for the Euros. And were you a fan of American football before you got into playing it? Yeah, yeah, I've been a, a fan since I was young. Madden NFL, I think 05 was, I, I had no idea what I was doing, started playing it, picked up the rules and before long then I, I just couldn't stop watching it, couldn't stop playing the game and always was interested in actually playing the sport. So it was uh, it was almost one of the reasons why I chose to go to UL, just knowing they had the programme there and they could, could experience that as well, yeah. So I suppose with the flag football, it's quite similar in a way to the tag rugby where it takes that heavy contact element out of it. Do you think that's a big factor for like lads and ladies getting into it? Yeah, like when I started out now, I would have played the full full kitted football like contact football flag football probably wouldn't have been much of a a big deal at that stage like back in 2015 I don't think it was as big as it is now but yeah so when I when I came out of college I, j- I just had a few a few friends um, who kind of enticed me along to play with a team up in Minute and I said oh, I'll give it a go and it's such an enjoyable sport more open to different builds different types of people do you know people who are brand new to the sport can play it people who have been following the sport years can play it and like that even mix of genders um in in afi now these days as well there's a mix of um 
there was during the summer there's tournaments where it's uh, six aside and each team had to field a minimum number of uh, women along with their with the men so it's kind of you know it's 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 a good sport to get a broad variety of people playing so yeah yeah absolutely and you mentioned there that that it's great to to have the mix of the teams and Ireland had their first ever women's team competing at the European Flag Football Championships this year yeah so like we've been training with the women um since I think it was April 22 or May 22 we started our training camps um, and at the start the women trained alongside of us because there was only a handful but as as we got closer to the Euros the last year and a half more women every month at the camps they started they started going into their own training their own coaches they, like we, we split them into the two so they could prepare as best they could for the Euros like we've seen what they've come from maybe we might have all known two or three in the country who played and now they have a whole team like they had a, a squad of 12 with some reserves and like it was great to see them play their first ever competitive games and then on top of that to see them get their first ever touchdown against Spain who actually were the eventual runners up so it's great achievement for them Did you stick around as a group and watch the two finals? Yeah we did yeah so so most, I'd say, 90-95% of the team um, who didn't have to go back to work or um, who could stay the Sunday night, we stuck around and watched uh, the women's final between Team GB and Spain and the men's final between uh, Germany and Austria. Like, e- Even though we, we didn't get to the latter stages of the competition, it was still a great experience to actually see how those top teams operate and just see the kind of level we need to get to before the, the next championship. Germany came in like a machine this year and... Um, even we could we all stayed on on campus down in UL see them going around as a team like and they had they were all kitted out to the nines they had all the gear they had everything like they they just looked they they looked like they meant business from the minute they got there I think Austria as well were were um, I wouldn't say a shock but they were better than people might have anticipated I think it's just the sport since the last European Championships has evolved it's grown massively throughout Europe so it, we're going to get cases of other teams who haven't been dominant in the past growing and becoming the dominant forces in the sport Absolutely and of course four years ago Denmark actually defeated Italy in the final retained the, the crown at the time and he played Italy in the group and that was a narrow defeat so that must have been one of the highlights on the field for you Yeah so um, like in, in flag football it's very unusual to hold a team to 14 points not least Italy who are I think they might have been ranked number three in the world at the time so yeah like our our defense kept them to 13 points um unfortunately we couldn't we couldn't put any points on the board we had an unlucky game with a few penalties and a, a few touchdowns called back but yeah like that was our our baptism of fire really our first game in in the championships against such a good team so no it was it, it kind of gave us confidence that we could go out there and and compete with these teams yeah it was definitely a, a result to be proud of and it was actually the fourth major event for UL to host they've had the under 21 world lacrosse the World Masters Ultimate Frisbee and the European Quidditch Championships and you were saying off air that you actually witnessed a bit of the European Quidditch Championships that must have been a bit bizarre Yeah, yeah um, myself and my fiance Neve were down in Limerick uh, she went to UL as well so we were just down for a, a little visit to see how, how Limerick was looking since we left and uh, we were taking a stroll across campus and happened upon yeah, the Quidditch World Championships. Um, we couldn't figure out what was going on for a few minutes, but after after a brief analysis, we figured out they were, I wouldn't say flying broomsticks around, but they were definitely, they had broomsticks between their legs. And yeah, no, it's uh, a big crowd. It's good to see people enjoying their, the sports that they're into. And, you know, I wouldn't begrudge anyone for, <laughs> for getting involved, staying active. 
No, oh, 100%. It just shows, you know, any of those minority sports, they get any bit of backing and interest and it can really take off. And you might have heard last week, uh, we've wrapped up our beat club focus. And obviously the flag football would probably come under that bracket of, of what we covered a lot of those minority sports. So how do you manage to kind of make it so welcoming and there's great kind of, kind of culture and crack around it now? I think just because the people who are playing it love the sport so much that they're always hoping to convince someone else to play it, you know. But this is a sport where you only get involved if it's something you're actually interested in doing. So it's really easy to get people who are, number one, committed and number two, willing to learn. And any any team I've met or come in contact with, um, I, I play for Minute Hurricanes in, in American Football Ireland in the league. So... Um, like they were, they welcomed me in due to a like just one of the one of the guys off the team just asked me, did I want to play? So I said, of course, I'll I'll give it a go. And they were really welcoming, and I thought, geez, this team is great. But then I met all the other teams at the game days and just realized that it's everybody, anyone there. They're all looking out for each other. There's a competitive atmosphere. It's it is everybody wants to win, but at the same time, everybody respects that you're there playing this sport, enjoying it with them, and you know everyone is hoping to grow the sport to a level where we can get funding and we can be we can be these teams like the the Irish Wolfhounds at the next championships can be like Germany and have all their gear and do you know this is what we're hoping for the sport to grow it to get the funding the back in and just more interest and, and more traction really absolutely and you touched on how great it was to meet lads from different countries and, and different cultures and all that what was it like being kind of in that that mix for a whole weekend where as you say you had the connection of the flag football but then just to see everyone there was lots of photos going around the different teams together after games and just how was the experience I suppose of the multicultural edge to it yeah like between the lines it was like every country was the same like it was borderline just about enough sportsmanship during the game and and soon as the game was over it was congratulating each other on a win or a good game or whatever it was we were just still able to communicate and it was just it was good to see people there everyone was just grateful to be there all the other countries were seemed to be enjoying themselves there like obviously we think all Limerick you know it's not it's not exactly exotic or extravagant for us but um, no like all the countries seemed to really enjoy it and after the game we got a few of mingled team photos and, and, and that sort of thing but on the Sunday night when all the games were wrapped up then like the most of the teams went to the stables a bar in UL and people were swapping gear, you know, swapping their their merchandise from their own teams. So like some of the lads got some stuff from Switzerland or Germany, you know, they're swap, swapping their own gear for, for the lads' gear. So just as memento and even respect between people to just say that they wanted to something to bring home from an Irish team like was was good. But yeah, no, it was it was great to see like how how each team operates individually and then also how how they interact with other teams. So no, it was just brilliant to see how everyone can come together despite the, the competitive nature on the field. You didn't get the results maybe that you wanted in the, the European Championship Games itself in the group, but then you had placement games on Sunday and that went very well for you. Yeah, so we actually got um, Ireland's first ever win in flag football um, against Slovakia and uh, I think it was a 37-26 win so it was a, a, t- a tough game but it was one where we really clicked, you know, it was the first one where offense and defense worked really well together we were kind of always in control of that game um, and of course that was our first ever win and 45 minutes later or an hour later we actually had Ireland's second ever win against Poland in a, a last second or it was an overtime win one of our guys made an 
unbelievable catch uh, to to win it for us. Um, so as you can imagine, the the elation when we won that, there was a, a there was a lot of people from from the Irish sideline flooding the field, and there, there's a video going around of that too. But yeah, so do, those two wins actually secured us 12th place, which is like brilliant um, for our first ever tournament as as this group together. Um, Ireland did enter one back in 2013, but uh, this is the first time we've we've managed to to go to a tournament and come away with wins so yeah we're hoping to build on that for the future anyway 100% it was a great great to see that momentum kind of building now that you can bring forward so finally what would you say to anyone who's maybe thinking about getting involved in American football or flag football in Ireland I'd say just give it a go like as I said the, the teams in the country are so welcoming if you if you search up American Football Ireland on Instagram or you, you'll see pe- teams tagged in photos and tagged at game days and you'll even find it on if you google it you'll find the, the website where the games are happening like all you have to do is get in touch with these teams and they'll be more than more than willing to have you um, it's uh, what I would say is it's definitely probably one of the most enjoyable sports I've ever played so yeah I, I would just say dive head first in give it a go John Luke thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure and I won't delay any longer in getting back to painting that new house yeah no I, I look forward to the painting now no thanks very much for having me Andy appreciate it Five Counties One Big Sports Show Sports Beat Extra this chance come once in lifetime to was, fight me. Talking to me like he was Mayweather. This is your last chance Listen, to fight me. You got some ideas about yourself. I'm speaking. When she will ask you, yeah. you speak. Yeah, go on then. What have you done? Answer it now for the camera. What have you, take away your fancy TikTok videos, your cameraman, and what have you done? She will have some nightmares after me. Nightmares? You're full of it, aren't you? Like I said, if your hands were as good as your mouth, you'd be world champion already. But you're not. Try to keep me... I weigh with his job, and then Florian would go inside and bam, bam, two punches. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah. It's a year I've been working towards for a long time now, 2023. It seems to be the year I've been waiting for. I've had my homecoming fight, and straight off the back of that, we've landed Florian Market, which is as big as I could have ever hoped for. It will be a new experience for me, but I've watched these shows for many years now so I know what's involved there's also going to be a lot of outside noise it's blinkers on training is going great like I said I know what's to come the week of the fight will be a whole new platform but um, I'm ready for it I'm looking forward to it I'm just going to soak it all up enjoy it put in the performance of my life on September 2nd it's meant to be will be I don't question it too much you know I always say it bad chapters create great stories and that is the case here I've had my fair share of bad chapters there behind me and I looked to be in the clear the last few months and I'm enjoying it I've worked hard enough to be here and yeah I'm ready to go I couldn't have asked for a bigger fight on a bigger platform and it's just about me being the best Dylan I can be come September 2nd and we're on course for doing that I needed to make a change in my training and I've linked up with Jimmy Payne and safe to say it's been the best decision I've made so far it's a, it's a fresh start and what I knew I was lacking heading into this Marku fight Jimmy Payne has given to me we've been training together the last 10 weeks I'm a lot happier myself I'm gone up levels as a fighter and it's been a great partnership so far I have to leave your comfort zone and I've done that on many occasions you know a lot of times I felt I had to leave and be locked away just from a discipline point of view and so I wasn't yeah. cutting corners but I'm mature enough I've been around the block and I felt you know I'm ready to come home and um, like I said Germany served its purpose I've learned all I needed to learn over there and now I'm on the ground here working with Jimmy Payne and it's all going to plan 
I suppose you could go as far as saying a win here could be life-changing. Florian Marco is a massive name and I've watched him for many years so I know exactly what I'm going up against. I actually messaged him in 2021 saying, Florian, we need to fight after your next fight. Um, he's seen it a while back and mentioned it and we had a little bit of back and forth. He's not an easy night's work for anybody but I believe I have what it takes to beat him and you know that's what it's all about I'm putting the work in there's going to be no corners cut I'll be there September 2nd fit and ready to go I think the game needs people like Florian you know credit to him um, if I wasn't fighting him Saturday night I'd be watching him he's got that about him he's got that excitement but uh, yeah look I believe it's the end of the road for Florian Marco and the beginning for Dylan Moore on Saturday night Florian is Florian what you see is what you get it's the same old script of him all the time there's nothing he's going to do between now and the fight that's going to shake me at all I'm well ready for him and I'm looking forward to it. But this is boxing, it isn't fighting and I plan on taking him to school Saturday night. He was shaking in there. They don't, everybody talks, but not many of them say what they feel or are how they feel. I say what I feel and I am how I feel, you know. And in the ring, I'm going to do everything I say true. And they, you know, you're going to see it. I don't think about not winning. That is not a... Not the option, but not a thing. It doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't happen. But the will. But with the will of God, I'm gonna put a beautiful performance, and then we are discussing for next fight, for biggest, bigger fights with better opposition, and with better money, of course. I think he's gonna try to to run from me. He's gonna try to box, but in there. He will feel the difference with me and his last opponents that they was uh, he was winning. He never faced someone like me. He have only journeymen. He have only people with a negative record. He never had someone like me and trust me on that. When he will see me face to face, he will understand that this guy is different. And he will feel that. Thanks God, I'm ready, more than ready. And you're going to see all that on Saturday. There's no choice but to come forward. Um, yeah, I think he's a bit of a one-trick pony in that sense. He's good at coming forward. He's good when he gets in there. But yeah, we have a game plan that we've worked on the last 10 weeks and we're confident that that will get us across the finish line. It was a test that I've been calling for for a long time now. And for one reason or another, I couldn't get it. Uh, you know, fights were made to happen and then they don't happen. But this is on. Signed, sealed and delivered Saturday night. Now, this is my fight. Florian Marker's fighting me in my head. You know, I deserve to be here. I've been at this game a lot longer than him. I've paid my due. And Saturday night is going to pay off. Do I look like I'm shaking? Do I? You're going to shake. Do I look like I'm shaking? You're going to shake. Do I look like it? Yesterday. Have a good look. Yesterday. Have a good look. You Do I look shaking. like I'm shaking? You can look talk as you, you want now. You can look. talk Little as man. you want now. Man. We got Saturday you're going to shake. Yeah? Yeah, no worries. Heels. No heels. You're going to get the knockout. Go now. Go now because I'm going to slap. Go now because I'm going to slap you. Yeah, no, I do get nervous. And I believe anyone says, that they don't they're lying um, yeah everybody yeah. gets nervous we're human at the end of the day a certain amount of nerves are good they keep you sharp yeah. um, like even when this fight was announced I had a ball of nerves in my stomach for two days and I didn't know why they were there but they were there and that's the joys of it um, but I've been at it for so long now I know how to deal with it I quite enjoy them you know and you use them to work for you not against you what's meant to be will be everything has come full circle now I'm back at home I feel I'm mature enough to fight Florian Marco at 24, 25 them years maybe I wasn't 
like I said, this guy is a hard night's work. You know, I'm now back at home training. I'm in the right place. I'm with the right coach. So, yeah, like I said, what's meant to be will be. I know if I switch off for a second, Florian Marco will switch off my light. You know, and that's the reality of it. You know, he's a vicious little guy. He takes no prisoners and he's a very exciting fighter. But I just believe and I've wholeheartedly always believed I have what it takes to be Florian Marco. And I guess September 2nd, we'll see. Tracking sport across the southeast. And of course, we all wish Dylan the very best of luck tonight in the big fight. Don't forget, if you were interested in entering Beats Club Focus for 23-24, you can find all the details at beat102103.com forward slash club focus. That's a wrap on today's Sports Beat Extra. Thank you so much for tuning in and be sure to stick around because Megan is coming up next.